This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Fireworks tomorrow, especially goes fire for yourself. So, there's fire for fire. Well, there's fire that is greater than fire. And it shall come upon us in Jesus' name. On this wonderful Thanksgiving Sunday, please let's just share something briefly together. And then we continue to worship this great God. Turn with me, please, to Isaiah chapter 9. And I read verses 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. It's kind of Bible passage that you think should have delayed till a few more weeks. But the word of God is eternal. The, it works all the time. I read verse 6 from the New King James Version. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7 is where we are going. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. And it says, the zeal of the loss of force will perform it. Hallelujah. A kingdom is made up of a king and a domain. If there's a domain and there's no king, it is not a kingdom. And if there's a king and you don't have a domain where you reign over, you don't have a kingdom. Neither do you can we even call you a king? There are many kingdoms, but broadly speaking, the one we will zero in today, I will let you know later. But for completion, and as a form of getting us to understand fully what God wants to say to us, there are three main kinds of kingdoms that I believe the scriptures talks about. That's what we call the human kingdom, or the kingdom of men. And the Bible is replete with examples. The very first kingdom I think that was mentioned was around, um, was it the 13th chapter of Genesis where it was talking about some kings that came and they gathered to fight um, against Abraham and Abraham was in alliance with one of them. And many other kings that you are aware of in the scripture. The second type of kingdom is what we call the demonic kingdom of Satan. And in Ephesians chapter 6, beginning from verse 12, the Bible gave us a deep insight onto how that operates. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against power, against principality, against power. And he listed them in that order of that kingdom. Of course, that's what we call the kingdom of God, of which the Lord Jesus Christ dedicated close to, by some reckoning, two-fifths of his preaching unto. By some other reckoning, it could be as much as two-thirds if you try to expand it more. And of course, that's one kingdom that we know we need to talk a little bit more about. So we will zero in on that kingdom today. And I say one or two things, and hopefully we will pray and see how the Lord himself will lead us. Hallelujah. 
Kingdoms, before I start zeroing on that, remember one thing for sure. Kingdoms come and go. Kingdoms, they come and they go. If you read history very well, there are so many kingdoms that they mention. You are wondering, did these kingdoms ever exist? Some of you have had kingdoms that we call the Songhai Kingdom. One subject I hated in school was history and literature. But it forced me to read a few of them. And of more recently, you have kingdoms that are just being decimated and the very last vestiges of them being removed from our eyes. Like the Babylonian kingdom. Anybody remember where the Babylonian kingdom was? Iraq. And uh, when the ISIS people came after the fall of Saddam Hussein, the very last traces of the Babylonian kingdom were being destroyed. They went into a one major tourist attraction, a great museum of the Babylonian kingdom that had been preserved through the years. They ransacked it, they bought it down, and just according to the word of God, maybe fulfilled that kingdom has been completely wiped out for all intent and purposes now. That's the kingdom of men. There are kings today that will not be tomorrow. Even the so-called Western civilization that is being celebrated. There was a time when we have the USSR. Russia is only struggling to hold on to it. It may not last forever. Even the Chinese kingdoms that are trying to rise up now, they were very powerful forces in the East. For a generation or generations, we didn't see anything about them. They may try to rise up. The long and short of it is even the Western civilization, as I was trying to tell you, if we don't watch it out, believe you me, it will be history very soon. Kingdoms come and that's why you should not put your confidence in them. They are the kingdom of men. They are meant to come. They are meant to go. If you are either a prince in the house, God bless you. But above all, please be the prince of the prince of peace. Because some are of royal lineage here. I wouldn't swear sure of hand. But I sense there are some of you that are kings here. God bless you. I won't say when you get to your kingdom, remind me. Because <laughs> I will not say that one. But we celebrate you. Hallelujah. Well, let's quickly zero in onto the kingdom that is the greatest of all kingdoms, which is the kingdom of God. And I'll tell you just a few things about that kingdom very quickly, and then we continue to give thanks unto God on this wonderful Thanksgiving story. Number one, the characteristic of the kingdom of God is that it is a spiritual kingdom. It's not a physical kingdom. There was a time people were asking the Lord Jesus Christ, and he mentioned clearly unto them in Luke chapter 17, verse 20. Luke 17, verse 20. And when he was asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God will come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. And I think in the CEV version, the, the what is that again? What is CEV? Ah, what did I? Contemporary English version. Thank you, ma'am. He said, some Pharisees asked Jesus, when God's kingdom will come? He answered, God's kingdom isn't something you can see. And because they were still confused about that, Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, made it clear unto us what this spiritual kingdom is about. Because that is where you need to pay the attention, and that is where you need to key in. He says, but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon. So the kingdom of God can reside and actually resides on us as human beings. That's how it works. We are the carriers of the kingdom. 
It's not the space that is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the rules that operate in a particular life. And that's why when we give our lives to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we say we are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, which means the operative rule in my life before is no longer going to be the operative rules in my life now because every kingdom has their laws and regulations. And so when we come into the kingdom of God, there are some things that are permitted, there are some things that are not permitted. And the commonest one we talk about are sinful practices. But more than that, there are some category of issues that are not supposed to be dominating our lives in the kingdom of God. And I trust God. Because this very place Jesus Christ was talking about, he was not even talking about their moral values. He was talking about the sickness that he has just healed. He said, if I with the spirit of, with the finger of God, cast out demons from amongst you, if I deliver those that are bound, then the kingdom of God, I'm establishing it here. That's why it tells us, when you pray, say, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What should happen? Your kingdom come. Every day you wake up today, ask that let the kingdom of God come into your life. That means no other kingdom can operate there. Demons will not pray. Human, human instructions won't have its rule. It's a spiritual kingdom. And that is one thing. But in the text that we read today, he says something very interesting. He said, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And so point number two, the kingdom of God does not decrease. Please, in the name that's above all names, fight every form of decrease in your life. Because we tolerate decrease. And before we know it, it has become a second nature. The devil removes this from the person's life. He removes that from the person's life. Before you know it, very little is left. It's about time to say enough is enough. There's no decrease in the kingdom of God. Don't tolerate it. If people say economics, if there's anyone with any proper plan for use of our life, you don't like it when your savings is going down. Because you keep taking from it. You don't like it when the health is going down. The kingdom of God, there are odds and there must be no decrease in it. Of course, the natural outshoot from that is that there must be increase in it. It's not only there must not be a decrease, there must be what? Increase. Where I was yesterday should not be where I am today. As a member of the kingdom of God, I am supposed to move from glory to glory. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. And suppose we move from one level of power to another level of power. There's no reason why my financial status today should be like it was 10 years ago. Even retirement. And that may sound very strange. There's no reason why my health should not even get better. Yes, the body will need to be shared. And, but at least what I lack in physical strength, I should make up with my intellect. Don't you know that as we grow older, he said the hairy hair, the white head, is... It's a source of honor, and it's a repository of power for those that have them. And I know our hair is gray at a different rate, but when we're talking about the Huari, we're talking about age. As we advance in age, what you lack in strength, may you make up with in intellect. May you make up for in wisdom. The time is coming when your strength shall not be, 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 be dependent on running around. You will sit in one place and you will speak 3,000 miles away. They will hack in onto you. Because there are times in which until you get there, nothing gets done. I hope things have improved in some of these developing nations. When I was growing up, I was in another part of the country. If I wanted something to be done in my file, I had to travel from there to Lagos where the headquarters was. 
That tells you how bad things are. And even now, with all the technology, there are some things you cannot get done in your room, despite the fact you logged in online, because you don't not got the cloud. By the time it's coming, you will sit in your room with one phone call. People will rise up from there and get it done for you. So when I mean by increase, you might say, but where, what increase do you mean? After all, we grow old. After all this, no. You always make up for one area by the other. What you lack in one area, the plan of God as you make it for in another area. And finally, the short admonition I have for you. No one knows, that's point number four, no one knows how big the kingdom of God will get. And that's what blew my mind. No one knows how big the kingdom of God will get. But that's why he says his kingdom has no, he said of the increase of his kingdom and the peace thereof, he said there is what? So he keeps growing. So nobody knows. Hey, listen unto me. Nobody knows how far God is taking you. Oh, please, please, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Nobody has an idea how far I'm going. I don't even have an idea. But I know something for sure by the special grace and mercy of the Lord. I'm not going to get stuck at this level. You will not get stuck at this level. Because you are in the kingdom of God. And part of the kingdom of God is that you keep increasing. And nobody can actually project how far you will get. And be very careful. Don't put a limit on any child of God. We do have those curious moments when God just gives us revelation. I was traveling with my wife yesterday, and we had just very curious moment because it was quite a long journey, and we just got discussing about a few things, and some of the things that came up for discussion was the issue of a child of God, the uniqueness and the power that is in us. And we were talking about examples concerning her life and my life, you know, especially with her in the place of job and everything. Every opposition that she faced, God has made sure that she outlived everybody. Everyone. Whether one step ahead, two steps ahead, three steps ahead, when the opposition will rise up, it will be so stiff, it will be, I try to brush opposition off, to be honest with you, but there's no way with somebody close to you, when she carries the body that you don't carry it. And you know, I just got weighed down by it, but because I'm of the nature that I'll kiss her, her, especially when it comes to some of these things, but everybody's not where I had that. So I knew what we were talking about. Some of these moments, they were very tense and very hard in the whole household. Those are the moments when good men that you are in the house, you don't even bother asking for your dinner. Because you know there are things greater than dinner that you are dealing with. There are times in which you just get whatever is available. Tough, difficult times. But because we are children of God, we attempt us every one of those steps. And every one of them, I said, the news will soon go around and say, touch her not. And for you, that shall be the news as well. Nobody can predict how far you are going in this kingdom. And let nobody mess with you. And that's why I've been very careful. So it's not because I'm a fool. I may come across like a fool. That's why I've been very careful with you people because you are children of God. And watch what I say. I'm very careful. Any child, even if you are a child of God, be very careful the way you deal with them. Don't let their father fight for them. If he fights for them against you, you might not survive it. Be careful the way. Don't be clever with a child of God. Child, we just play him like this. You play him, his father is watching over him. You will play her, her father is watching over her. There's no end unto his kingdom. Hallelujah. 
You can't predict it. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 20. Isaiah, sorry, chapter 60 verse 22. Isaiah 60 verse 22. Put it on the screen for us, please, if we may. Shall we read that together? I want to go. A little one shall become... Yes. Yes. A little one shall become... Well, if I am... Where are the... If you got people here, those with mathematics, if he says a little one, I didn't know the reason why I didn't even put a number on it. Maybe it's less than one. Maybe it's infinitesimal. infinitesimal. You can't even count it. But he said, that little one will become one. I stand in the name of the Lord. That's going to be your story. Because men and women, and that's going to be the story of the church in this city. I've seen where the Lord is taking the church. We are collaborating with many now. By the special grace of God, dare I say, even as a local church, we have more members outside of the church than those that even turn up. We have those that come Monday to Friday. They are members of this church. They are significant members of this church. They are there influencing other people. Sometimes 15, sometimes 10 of them, they turn up. Sometimes they get to 20. They study the scripture. We used to start by asking them, you just come and have a meal. Some of them said, I don't come for the meal anymore. I just come to hear the word of God. Isn't it true? Those are people there. But it was a little one. Remember when it all started? It was like nothing. So let no one tell you that this is a post-Christian era. Era, rather. We have not started because if it is the kingdom of God, no one can predict the end of it. When you say it is all over, God said, I'm just starting. And one more time, there I say, that shall be the glorious story of your life. Amen. A little one shall become, and a small one, what? And the wisdom of God is that he didn't say it's going to be a nation. It's going to be a strong nation. After all, there are nations and there are nations. A strong nation that cannot be defeated. And if you are now doubting, how will it be? How did he say it will be? I. Who says it? The Lord. I will hasten to do what? To perform it. It's not going to be you. If your life is left to your hand, there's a limit to which you can go. If my life is left to my hand, there's a limit to which I can go. But I stand in the name that's above all names. There shall be no limit. And so as we go to this month of harvest, may I please lovingly advise you, my brothers and sisters, that we rise up with confidence. Knowing that this is time that there is no limit to what God can do in your life. Here are all the testimonies today. The sister was crying immediately after the mishap. It was as if, you know, everything is all over. And it wasn't as if even that one that did not happen, happened just like that. When all your hope was on it and then it eventually happened and it seems as if the enemy says, you are going no further. You can imagine what will happen. It's not when one, it's not just the first attempt as a teenager we are talking about. We're talking about things we've waited for. And suddenly, the enemy snatched it away. And she stood to tell us eight weeks after. The child is standing here today. When it seems it's all over, God says he has not started with you. 
I beg you in the name of the Lord. Nobody, anybody that has predicted how far you will go, tell them to keep quiet. Because nobody knows how far you are going. They will try to put a limit upon you. I beg of you in the name of Jesus. I may stand as a small boy before you, but believe you me, you can't predict how far I'm going. And, and the same thing with you. And by the mercy of the Lord, we shall reach there. Yeah. And every demon in hell will not be able to stop us. Yeah. In closing, as I mentioned again, please, as we enter to this month of harvest, release yourself to the hand of God. Your life does not depend upon what we see. Because what we see are temporal, what we do not see are eternal. And everything is ruled from the eternal angle. Human beings, they are very quick to look at things and write it off. Share example with you before. People, either colleagues or classmates or people that we grew up, that we thought they would become nothing, how God has lifted them. That's the way of God. Never judge anything by the way it looks. It may look so dark today. It may look so, no matter how ugly it looks today. Check the scriptures. It's full of examples like that. Who would have ever thought a woman, a certified harlot, well known in the city, where men were tripping to her house, they knew her for that. And when they saw men again, they probably ignored and they said it may be some of her customers. Until they knew they were spies. And out of her came the savior of the world. Because she was alone that lineage. Who will ever know? I fear this great God. Because there's no limit in him. And the increase and the peace of his kingdom, there shall be. And that kingdom is in your life. Rise up with me this afternoon. We've got more celebration to do. Are you taking something home? Are you sure? You're going to walk in confidence. Thank God for my medical colleagues, but we know our limitations. We have testimony over testimonies. We had documentary evidence, clear-cut evidence on the x-ray that there was a cancer in the stomach. They even had documentary evidence of the histology or the one they put on a micro. What is the general name for that? Doctors, what is it more called? The, the biopsy, yeah. That's the general name. We have the biopsy evidence. That was an aggressive cancer. Only for them, without any treatment, to vanish before their eyes. It's the God. And that's why your own testimony shall come as well. I know that is one major thing God has given us in this generation. To break the natural rule. Because that's why it's the kingdom. Where they say nothing is going to happen, it will happen there. Where they say there's not going to be progress, there will be progress there. May the Lord, the Lord asked me to tell somebody, may you please hear it clearly. Your season of indebtedness is about to end. Amen. You are up to your head in debt. The Lord is saying is lifting that barrier over your life away. particular person in the room, you never see yourself as someone who will live above, it comes in, it goes out. But the Lord is asking me to tell you, when the surplus starts, you'll be wondering at yourself that it could not be you. And the simple reason is clear. Of the increase of his kingdom and peace, there shall be
Now just based on that. It's not that grand for it. Bearly could rub two farthings together, two copper together, and yet you'll be lending unto people. And it tells us there, how will it happen? I, the Lord, uh uh-huh, to perform it. Hallelujah. He will hasten to perform it. And we say, Oh Lord, just give me one child. The Lord he said, Why one? The Lord he said, Why one? When I know that when I give you the three, you have the capacity to handle the three. Because he's gonna make it happen. And on what ground am I saying that? I, the Lord, will hasten to perform it. We hasten to perform it. It may look so long, but with him, just like that. Somebody say, just like that. Oh, you're not doing just like that. I say, just like that. It's coming. In the name of Jesus. And you are hearing a voice in your head. That's what I had before. I tell the devil to keep his mouth shut right now in the name of Jesus. The kingdom is here, oh Satan. The kingdom of God is here. Back out right now. The voice of the master alone you will hear. And you will step into what your heavenly father has planned and proposed for you. Together we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says, a little one shall become a thousand, and a small one, a strong nation. In the name of Jesus, I know I'm little, but I shall become a thousand. I know I'm small, but I shall become a strong nation. Because you are promised to do it. Lift up your voices and cry right now. We are not coming in from the position of strength. We are not coming in from the position of ability. We are coming in from the position of we know we cannot do it. And this month of harvest, that's why a single grain we turn into a mighty harvest. You have not won a soul unto Jesus. Before the end of the year, you will bring in souls. You have not won a soul unto the kingdom. Before the end of the year, you will bring them to church. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I shall be a strong nation. I shall be a strong nation in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the zeal and the power of the Lord of hosts shall perform it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, places on the screen for us, and we pray with that. And a moment, please don't turn the time off. I want to keep to the time. Um, Time has gone off. If you can help me with that, so I know how much time I have. All right. He said, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be... He said, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward forevermore. I love that last, last sentence. It says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, we do what? We do what? 
it's a replica of Isaiah chapter 60 verse 22. When he says, I the Lord will do, he says the zeal. When God says it's his, his own passion, his own, he says he will passionately make it happen. Passionately make it happen. Irrespective of what people are saying, he will passionately make it happen. Irrespective of what people are saying, this city shall be turned unto Jesus. Irrespective of what people are saying, your life shall turn around for the better in the name of Jesus. Believe God and believe his prospects. And you shall prosper. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. He will suggest unto you that that's what preachers say. I'm not standing before you as a preacher. I'm standing as a brother who believes that I need something from him and you need something from him. We're standing together. Oh, it shall happen. The Lord will perform it by his power in the name of Jesus. So finally you say, Father... In the name of Jesus, your word says, of the increase of your government and peace, there will be no end. In my life, your government will increase. Hold it for now. Ponder over that. Ponder over that. Now, go again. Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand upon your word that says of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Therefore, say therefore, say therefore. If I actually say, say so therefore <laughs> in the name of Jesus, the increase of your government, oh Lord, shall not end in my life. <laughs> Shall not end in my body. Better touch your body. The government of God, the power of that government shall take hold over your life, shall take hold over this church, shall take hold over this city. The increase, the expansion of the government of God, it shall take a hold, it shall take a foothold. Oh, I wanted to pray that with all your conviction. Lord, let your government, I know the natural government, that the rule of human physiology and anatomy have been ruling before her. But as a government that supersedes that, let that government take a hold in my life, oh God. He said of the increase of that government and the peace that comes with that government. So no more chaos in your life. There's no more turmoil in our lives. The increase of that government will increase and increase and increase, and there shall be no end unto it. Keep calling on the name of the Lord. Over the dean of my voice, keep calling on him. You will penetrate, you will break through. We are stepping into our month of harvest, and Jehovah, the righteous one, the God of heaven and earth, will perform it. In Come and turn this to a believer's meeting. Let there be liberty in the house. Step into what the Lord has said. In pray katahi kariada masondo pori katasha takaya mehita higalbroto sata kariadeya. Come and call on him. In brezo mahikrebaya izata kahike kekeshembrataya gaba. Of the increase of your government, Daddy. Of the increase of your government, Father. Of the increase of your government, Jehovah. Oh Lord. 
and the peace that comes with it that's going to quieten every storm in our lives here. Let it increase and increase and increase and nobody can project the end of it. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' marvelous name we are praying. And so you will say in the name of Jesus, according to the word of God, this increase, this peace, this endless expansion shall be performed by the zeal, by the passion, by the determination of the Lord of hosts. In the name of Jesus, lift your voices right now. The declaration you have made is not going to happen because of some financial institution. It's not going to happen because of some financial consultant. It's not going to happen because of some doctors and bless their souls. It's going to happen because the passion of the Lord, the zeal of the Lord, we make it to happen and his name only shall be glorified. Oh Lord, perform it, O God. Let our lives bring glory and honor and praise to your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. May the wave of life that proceed from Christ Jesus flood this room, flood this bleeding, and let everyone be moved unto that level of total and complete breakthrough in the name of the Lord Jesus. It shall be no longer old story. <laughs> it shall no longer be old story. As the Lord reminds me, I stand in his holy name. When I went for that meeting and the man of God said, remember the clothes you are wearing. He said, upon it shall rest that unction. I stand in that today because I'm believing God. I'm believing his prophet. And I know I shall prosper. And in this work of ministry I'm doing at this hour, in this month, I hereby decree over you, let there be break from every chain. Let there be release from every prison. Let there be advancement from every retrogression. No more stagnancy in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whether the devil likes it or not, 2018, you are ending it rejoicing. If you ask me how, I will tell you I, the Lord says, he will do it. If you ask me, I will say, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. All things are passed away. All things have become new. That child will receive the torch of the Lord. That body will receive the touch of the Lord. And there shall be freedom and liberty for the people in the name of the Lord Jesus. Out of this place shall flow life unto this community. And they will come in their hundreds and thousands. And say, show us this your God. Show us this your God. And you will be an instrument in the hand of the Lord for that purpose in the name of the Lord Jesus.
And one more time, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will. And you will come back rejoicing. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Wonderful and marvelous you are. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Shout hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.